It has been a pleasure over more than a dozen years for us to show the work of Beth Blankenship and Antoinette Walker, two very remarkable Alaska artists. And um, I'll begin by saying that um, I've tremendously admired Beth's craftsmanship and innovation in fiber and beadwork. Um, as a longtime Alaskan, it's been remarkable to see ways that she and her particular niche has helped Alaskans see and appreciate a kind of fiber work that's not um, often made here, and doing so with extraordinary innovation. These, um, these sculptural forms aren't like anything I've seen before, and that's one of our favorite things to do at Vanell is introduce you to things that um, are rare to see in Alaska. So Beth... Okay. You. <laughs> would, would, you tell us, would you tell us a little bit more about these works? Well, um, thank you, Asia, for inviting me to show here. I think Vanell um, is the perfect place for this. Homer is the perfect place for this for this work to show. This is the first time this work has been seen in, in public. And um, I'm just so thrilled to be here. Thank you, everybody, for all your support. And, Thanks for coming. Um, so I have lived in Alaska for a long time. It's been 38 years that I have lived in Anchorage. Uh, before that, uh, I spent my childhood in uh, Silicon, Washington, which is on the Puget Sound. It's this beautiful little town on the Puget Sound. And uh, so I've always lived near a body of water. And so the life of the ocean is uh, really close to my heart. So um, I started working on these vessels, and I started reflecting on the changes that are going on in the marine environment, and um, uh, the the effects of uh, resource development that happens here in Alaska and around the world, and uh, the changes that are happening in our client and how that is affecting the marine environment. Uh, so. Um, I was working on these. I'm nervous, so I have to try to cover everything I thought I wanted to talk about. Um, so I've been, in my work, uh, I've been thinking about um, our relationship to the natural world and what we as humans do uh, in the natural world because we're all connected, not just humans, but all parts of of the earth and the natural world are connected. We're linked. And um, I'm using these vessels as a metaphor for that connection and those links. And what we humans do or don't do to uh, affect those and alter those connections. And so that's what I was thinking about while I was working on these pieces. Um, and I hope that when uh, viewers come and look at the work, they take some uh, moments to pause and reflect on Mother Nature and um, our responsibilities toward her. Um, and so that's, those are things I was thinking about. And if anybody wants to ask me about any uh, stories about particular pieces, um, then I'll be happy to answer your questions and any questions you have about um, the materials or the techniques that I use um, to create these vessels. So. I guess maybe I, a lot of people have been asking me how this is done, so I guess I'll share it. <laughs> so I am machine embroidering, that's with a sewing machine, on water-soluble fiber. So I put it in the sewing machine, and I stitch and stitch and stitch and stitch, 
And uh, I take it out and I stitch it onto a form and then I put it in the shower and uh, cross my fingers that I stitched it well enough that it doesn't just uh, fall into a jumble when I take it off of the form and it's wet. So that's how that's done. This is all uh, machine embroidery sewing thread. Um, and uh, in the end, it's just the thread uh, that you see here. What type of thread? Polyester for the most part. Just the, the yeah, they're really brilliant, aren't they? Yeah, but it's just it's just uh, from the sewing store. It's polyester thread, so yeah. That's any more questions? I noticed that a lot of the pieces will be shown at um, the Pacific Northwest Quilt um, Museum in Lacona, <coughs> Washington. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So from from here, most of these will be going to um, Washington. Uh, there's a museum down there in Lacona called the Pacific <coughs> Northwest Quilt and Fiber Art Museum. It's a very long, long name, and that will be in the month of October that, that these pieces will go down there. And uh, and so the exhibit they're still for sale, but it just means that in right. fact. The value of the work is enhanced by its opportunity for exhibit, and yes. we would loan it from the collector for that. Yes, that is true. That is true. So, um, and so, uh, some of these things are self-explanatory. And if you look at the titles, you will you will see. So, this one, the title is um, "How I Wonder Where You Are," and in in here. In Homer and all up and down the West Coast, in in 2015, there was um, this occurrence of uh, um, sea star wasting disease. I, I don't know how many of you beachcomb, but the sea stars were basically melting, and their arms were falling off, and um, there was something happening to them, and it's it's a mystery what happened to them. So this piece is about about that when that was occurring. And I guess I've heard that the ones that survived are recovering, that they are growing back their, their arms, which is such great news uh, to hear. Um, and uh, the, the, the piece here uh, is kelp forest. And what I was thinking about when I was doing this piece is the symbiotic nature of, of the kelp forest, which protects um, so many juvenile fish and young sea otters, you know, their parents put them in the kelp forest and they can stay there protected while you know, mom or dad goes off to um, eat and hunt. And and, um, and not only do the baby sea otters stay there, but lots of juvenile fish and, and shrimp and, and other creatures. So um, sea urchins eat the whole best of the, the kelp. But the otters eat the sea urchins, and if the population of the otters goes down, then the population of the urchins rises. Then the kelp forest is affected by that, and you can have things called like a barren, where there there is no kelp anymore. So that's that's what I was thinking about when I was working on this. And uh, this piece here uh, was called Salmon Generations, and this is about the life cycle of, of the salmon. So depicted here is all the way from the egg stage through the, the post-spawning um, stage and the skeletal stage of, of the fish here. And um, 
I, I, I assume that, that people have been hearing about ghosts here floating around in um, the oceans of the world, and, and that's what this piece about how many uh, sea animals are being caught up in years just floating around in, in the oceans of the world, and that we're, we're making efforts to clean that gear up, um, and, which is great. Thank you. Everybody who, who does that um, piece. Um, does that work? Because that's, that's wonderful that that happens. Um, this piece here, A Very Sea Story. I don't think I can tell her about it, actually. <laughs> so in um, 2017, um, in February, uh, the uh, destination, the fishing destination, it disappeared. And six people died. And uh, in July, they found the boat. Um, so that's what this piece is about. Um, and this, <laughs> uh, this one is called Lie Reef. And anybody who was here back in, in uh, 1989 knows what that one's about. It's the uh, Exxon Valdez spill and uh, the devastation that that brought on so many of us here. Um, so that was, uh, anyway, this piece uh, was difficult. <laughs> and But in the end, it uh, turned out exactly exactly what I wanted it to, to be or to say. Um, these little, this is, this is one thing I forgot to say, not all of this is bad news. <laughs> Some of these pieces are just about the beauty and the bounty and the resiliency of the marine environment. And that's what these cycle pieces are about. These are just here to marvel at, just like what we do when we go down to Bishop's Beach and we get to look in the titles. That's one of my favorite things we've always been your age and see what's going on there. It's, it's just so much fun. Um, this piece is called Toxic Algae, and um, that has, has actually come all the way up here to Alaska waters. Um, we don't know, it's, it's probably the warming of the oceans, um, climate change, uh, algae blooms happen, they're toxic to. Like fish and these uh, die and they occur. And uh, so that's what this piece is about. It's, I think it's beautiful on the outside. Uh, but if you get up and you look inside, and that's what a lot of these do too, not all of them, but if you get a chance to look inside them, there's another part of the story in the bottom of them. And uh, this one here, Octopus and Crab, is. Um, it's also about the warming of the oceans and one of the effects that's happening is that um, inside here is the crab. And shellfish are having a very hard time developing their shells because of the acidification of the oceans. And But on the other hand, the uh, arthropods are having a really great time. They're not having any trouble at all. They're actually increasing in their population. So the <coughs> octopi are increasing in their population, and the crabs are decreasing in their population because of the warming of the oceans and the uh, acidification that comes from that. So that was what I was thinking about when I was doing this piece. absolutely love the octopus, but it's, uh, that's one of the things that's occurring. And this is another piece about the, the sanctuary. This is called sanctuary. The sanctuary of the kelp forest because it is home to so many 
uh, creatures that, that rely on it for protection while they uh, grow um, and to keep them safe from other predators of the ocean. And I just love kelp, so I have fun time with that. And this piece is called Krill, and it's about the krill that the, the baleen whales eat. And that's it. So that's, that's what these are. <laughs>